Welcome to McBrayer and Associates, the podcast. I'm Jim McBrayer. If you don't know me already, let me tell you a little bit about myself. So I worked for a Fortune 200 company for 21 years. I was a sales director there before I founded this company, which focuses on sales training, performance coaching, and consulting all around sales. Specifically, most of our business is around industrial and commercial type business. So after leaving that Fortune 200 company, they were my first customer. This podcast gives you some of the insight that my live training and coaching delivers. If you like what you hear, don't hesitate to get in touch with me through email. That's it. Jim at McBrayerAndAssociates.com. And please feel free to share the podcast with anyone you think might benefit from it. The last lesson was focused on finding it. The it is why a prospect might change. The it is a belief. The old thinking around those beliefs are habitual. In this lesson, we will question the thinking around those beliefs. Reference the five drivers. Our job is to interrupt the habitual thinking. You do that by asking questions that challenge the beliefs and the thinking around the belief. Our discovery sequence provides two different types of questions to blow it up. Impact questions and desired results questions. Impact questions are designed to reveal the negative consequences of the it. Imagine we found something, it, a potential reason why the buyer might buy. The it in itself is not big enough. It is not moving the emotions. Remember, people only act on emotion. They are not connecting the dots of how this it, perhaps a current problem or an unfulfilled opportunity, can wreak havoc. They are not connecting the dots because they are not asking the proper questions. That's what your job as their think partner is. Together, you need to find out if the it is benign or malignant. However, we don't send it off to some lab. We question it right here with the buyer. Malignant means it can lead to something far worse. We have to ascertain the potential risk. This means what could it cost the buyer? There are three areas to look, financial, competitive, and personal. If there is no cost associated, then it is benign. If the cost is severe, then it is malignant. This is a good time to remind you of where we are in the funnel. We're in the middle of the funnel. We are creating urgency by asking questions. We are not providing solutions. That happens in the bottom of the funnel. Here's why. The buyer must realize the cost of the problem before we discuss the cost of the solution. We have to make them thirsty for a solution. That which we desire most earnestly, we believe most easily. So here are some of my impact questions. Number one, how much time do your salespeople spend in non-selling activities? Number two, to what extent Do your salespeople think that their sales managers are helping them grow their sales? Number three, how much confidence do your salespeople have in the selling tools they have been given? Number four, do the sales managers have a process for developing their people? Number five, are you comfortable relying on this style of operating your business? I mentioned there are two types of questions to blow it up so big that they have an emotional response. The second type of question is the desired results questions. It bookends the impact question. The impact questions were about negative consequences. 
The desired results questions appeal to the pleasure principle. They are about the positive outcomes the prospect desires. Impact questions elicit decisions to change. Desired results focus on the benefits of the change. Remember why buyers buy. They buy for their reasons, not for ours. Our job is to ask, in this final sequence of discovery, how they want to benefit. We should help them find out their desired results. Business decisions should be made on a risk versus return basis. The risk is change. Buyers are already reluctant to change. We need to help them apply some thinking on the return. We want them to get pumped up and positive about their desired result. This can be more important than you know. Most people don't know what they want. They are pretty clear about what they don't want. We need to get them focused on what they do want, their desired result. We're going to use what we find out in the bottom of the funnel, but you have to extrapolate it here. Here are some of my desired results questions. Number one, how much more talent, energy, creativity, and work ethic from your salespeople do you think is possible? What is your happy number? Number two, what would that be worth to the business in profit? Number three, okay, what is your motivation for getting to that profit number? Number four, how would things be different for your business if you got to that dollar number? How would things be different for your stakeholders? Number five, would getting to that profit number have an impact on other areas of your life? Number six, tell me about that. Number seven, okay, let's say we help you get to that number. Every month you're bringing in that profit number. What's the first thing you would do? And number eight, how would life be different? Okay, once you blow it up, you're ready to move the prospect to the bottom of the funnel. In closing, thanks for listening. If you have questions about what you heard or what you want to learn more of, don't hesitate to shoot me an email at jim at mcbrayerandassociates.com. Let me spell that out for you because I know it's a mouthful. McBrayer is M-C-B-R-A-Y-E-R and A-N-D, not the ampersand, A-N-D, associates, plural, dot com. So that's jim at mcbrayerandassociates.com. I look forward to hearing from you.